Thank you for being here and thank you for being present. I'm your host, Angie, and this is episode five of the Mellow Mad Design Blessed. We all have experiences that make this life feel very difficult, and we all have intentions to mellow out and enjoy life. So, with that being said, I'd like to reintroduce my beautiful <laughs> guest, VG. She's here with me again in our last part of this little series, and um, she's definitely going to be back again. I'm so sad that we're wrapping this up, but I am excited that we're going to be like wrapping this up, and I'm excited to put this content out into the world. So yeah, thank you for being here, beautiful girl. <laughs> thank you for having me, always. Yes, yes, yes. So um, today we are going to be jumping into the harmonization of fear and trust. And we are going to be like trying to answer the questions of like, can you do something full of fear and accomplish it? Can, um, can we trust fear? How can we trust fear? So we're going to be dipping into the experiences where trust and fear were both in play and we were able to accomplish something and we just want to share our experiences with that and answer those questions and, you know, magnify all the beauties that come with it. So that's basically everything we're going to be jumping into today. So. You know, let's get into it and let's get mellow. Yes. Okay. So just to repeat the questions we are going to be trying to answer with our experiences. They are, can you do something full of fear and accomplish it can we trust fear how can we trust fear fear and things to that particular effect so i know that as human beings we're capable of accomplishing something full of fear right mm-hmm. 100% because like even you think of like the first day of school and you're like really terrified you know the whole day but you get through it right just a small general like broad yeah definitely i can relate to that so much oh my gosh Dude, I used to hate the first day of school, like, so much. Like, I was always so afraid, so anxious, like, uh, like I'd always, like, you know that feeling in your stomach where you're just like, bro, I'm about to throw up right now. Like, that is literally, like, always how I felt. Not even, like, the first, not even just, like, the first day, like, feel like I was really anxious like growing up um and yeah I feel like I had a lot of fear and just like going to school and yeah that was tough 
Yeah, for real. I I like have a lot of fears with like um when I started working and stuff and like mm. I, I worked at McDonald's for a bit and like in the drive through and even though I'm not even speaking to the person like face to face until they like get to the window, it's still like I was still like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna say everything wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. You like nitpicking everything wrong about yourself. Yeah. Like, oh god, this isn't gonna go. Like you just you you have so much self-doubt, it's insane. Yes. Exactly. Like, is there a particular experience where like you're you're fearful but there was like an unknown factor that was it like felt unknown? Mm-hmm it was like pushing you through the storm you know what I mean like Mm, yeah definitely yeah I feel like well like just the biggest one recently was me literally picking up and moving my entire life (laughs) uh so I just recently moved to Hawaii uh in December and that was like probably the the most like craziest thing I've ever done. <laughs> um, I've been and, waiting for this up, you guys. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think I had so much fear in moving here because I, you know, not only am I moving to a new place, but I'm moving to a new place in the middle of the ocean that's not easily accessible. Like, I can't just hop in a car and drive, like, a few hours back, you know, home. Like, it doesn't work like that when you're on an island and the mainland is hours away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I I had a lot of fear in moving here. Um, I feel like just before I moved, I really, I really healed a lot, like right before I moved. Um, And I feel like I grounded myself a lot in the people that I was surrounding myself with, my friends, and just like, I was really, really starting to open myself up to love again. Um, in general, just receiving love from everyone around me. And that was really tough for me to kind of just uproot because I was fearful of of not not finding that again, not finding like the love. And yeah. Yeah, it was really scary for me. Um and I was really comfortable and like um like felt all the love from like those people who are like solid in your life yeah and I I remember talking to you actually like that night like when we had like the the going away party or whatever like I remember pulling you aside and I started like bawling my eyes out because I was literally like like why why now basically why why do I feel like I have to do this right now and leave when I'm just starting to love and I'm just starting to open myself up and really find myself like and I I I almost was like letting the fear kind of like 
question my decision of, oh my gosh, is this like the right move? Like, mm-hmm. am I, am I really supposed to be doing this? Um, yeah. And yeah, I feel like trust kind of just played its role and God just played his role and he really was calling me to to still pick up and move out here and kind of give the control to him and and surrender myself and really experience it um and it was it was very hard at first when I moved here you know I didn't have any friends we were away from family um it was tough but I think because I still had like trust that everything was going to be okay because it it was you know like it'll always be okay when you think it's not like it will yeah um it's honestly easier when you have trust because it's less stressful (laughs) um but yeah I'm here like five months in now and yeah crazy it's it's uh I I wouldn't want it any other way I'm so happy right now and I'm thankful and grateful that I kept trusting in the process in the way the path um yeah I'm I'm just so blessed really (laughs) it's so crazy that like um you've been there that long it's like when you say when you say five months um it just makes me like wiggle because I'm like I know um like for my listeners if you've listened to like episode one and two um then you you know that VG is actually the one that took me to the hospital to give when I gave birth to my son she was like my saving grace angel nobody was awake it was like one in the morning, one forty-five in the morning, and she's like, answers on this third ring was like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Yep, I'm I'm there in ten. Was there in ten? I'm the third like, ring. That's crazy. Yeah, legit. And like, it's just crazy um, that it's been that long. And like, um, I you know when you first moved, I was like, I'm gonna call you every. You know, it was like every weekend. I know I'm gonna call you. Everything's gonna be fine, and I and I reassured you that like yeah, even though we're miles away, like mm. our heart, our heart like cords are like still connected, and like yeah, feel when I'm like court, when I'm pushing it through. You know what I mean? And mm. uh-huh. even when you were going through something out there, and I was like worried about you, and like you had you needed space, and you needed to process what you were going through, and I was like. Yeah. Worried. I still knew like you were okay, and like mm. you were texting me, and we were way back to what it was, and you know everything was cool. So it's like it's so beautiful to know that um to know that you've been able to like work through all those challenges, mm-hmm. literally, because like it's it's so inspiring. You always think of. You know, you think of Hawaii as like the, you know, the like dreamland. You know, it's like euphoric and um, just super special. And so to see like, you know, your friend who's you know only a few years older than you just like pick up and move her life 
to another to another like to an island realm, to another like, realm basically no yeah yeah <laughs> i'm over here like that's so inspiring right yeah and, and then you're looking at me like i'm inspiring because like i'm just like a young mom that's like hey. doing what you need to yep. do that part. As, as a mother and as a human Wrong being. mother <laughs> And and I'm over here looking at you like what the freak get your balls off the walls moving out here like being crazy like <laughs> you know and yeah. we have these and they like, both they both have like their own struggles within that you know like living yeah. to Hawaii isn't just rainbows and butterflies there are problems <laughs> here of course and you being a mother yeah. like there of course are gonna be issues that arise you know mm -hmm. we get through it because yeah. we have trust <laughs> and like i i always trusted that like i because I, I was fearful too that like um because for me on the other hand i was trying to understand who my friends were and like who was like actually like like the people i was interacting with i was trying to make sure were like people that were meaningful yeah of you talking to and if I knew that like our conversations didn't hold very much weight or mm -hmm. that they only held weight about like bullshit or like talking about somebody else or yeah, not about, significant things yeah like talking about things that are inappropriate like if it, if it had to do with any of that like I was just being really mindful of that yeah. and then um when I met like you and our friend group, like Lulu, Nicole, and Selena Blue, like all the homies, like when I met everybody, that's when I was like, oh, like I got really nervous when you told me that you're moving. Cause I was like, oh no. Cause like, you mm. know, we all like are, we're all like friends and stuff. And like, mm. when, when you pick me up for the, um, like when you picked me up to bring me to the hospital, it was like, not that like you leveled up or something like that. It was just like, um, there was a different significance about you mm -hmm. to get in my life. Mm -hmm. So when, you, when I knew like, oh my gosh, like December is going to come around. Like, I'm going to like, Christmas is going to be sad. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, friends going to be gone. <laughs> you know, like. Imagine how I felt. <laughs> you know so I'm like on my end I had to trust like okay no she like she literally came and picked you up in the middle of the night and that was like that's literally why you're alive you know what I mean like you're legit why I'm alive like if I would have birthed at home I possibly 100% would have died because of the hemorrhage that I had and the and the um the abruption that I had so like um and I was already 10 minutes apart in my contraction so like it was saving grace 100%. So like with with that being said, I was like totally I was like telling myself like girl, she's solid. Like she came. She's there. You know what I mean? Like she's not going nowhere. Even if she's over there, she still loves you. She's still yeah, going like the love, the love is still there. No, for real. And it, and then like and I feel like because even though you're we like so fearful of that, we had to trust Mm -hmm. that like you're still that the things are still going to be okay when you're going to move out there and you're going to figure things out and get your you know life moving out there and yeah and so happy that you've met like a beautiful friend group and 
has found a beautiful church to go to and Aww. like these are so beautiful things and I'm psyched to like visit you so that I get to meet these people and feel yeah, their love. You gotta meet everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so excited and then you can bring the homies out here you know like yes, i know i've been telling everyone i'm like you guys need to come to california <laughs> for real, like i know we out here we weirdos but like damn we can hang out <laughs> we just don't get it. but yeah no i just love that like um we're able to trust and that's such a good example of um like trusting fear like trusting that even though trusting in the moment that even though I may be fearful like of what may happen in the future mm -hmm. you yeah. could like it's like you may have to look back on that context and be like no this person has shown me like over and over that I can trust them mm. with my life like you know what I mean like <laughs> literally like oh god <laughs> yeah yeah oh that like it's the context can be pos can be positive if you're using it in the right way. You know, mm -hmm. obviously you're fearful. Your fears are valid in regards to like oh, yes. thinking. Yeah, like thinking of like you know what may happen in your like last friend's experience, and it just thinking of generally what it would be like moving to a completely new state and country where things don't work the way you do and people don't look the way you do and and things are different and then you know what I mean like just thinking about all those fears and the general fears of that and then you have to like think of like the positive context that you have also which is like you know that um the those people that are solid in your life have shown you like time and time again that they will show up for you and then also, you have to remind yourself that, like, I mean, the sickest thing that I was like, able, you had the like opportunity to do it, not do it alone. Like you did it with one of your best friends, Nicole. Yeah, who, I did. Like, yeah. So who's like, was like, a, like, I, I seriously don't know, like, how I would have done it without her. I would have done it, of course, yes, because I have trust. But like, it made the transition like. 10 times more like calming and peaceful and loving having her by my side because she's a piece of home you know literally she's a piece of home and I I would have had a much harder time if she wasn't by my side um and even just, like, the support that we received from, like, our friends and family who were still back home. Like, yes, it was very hard moving here in the beginning. And there were very shitty days. But I just remember, like, having phone calls with you or Lulu or even just my parents and my siblings. Like, yeah. and you all were still, like, really encouraging. And just like instilling in me that like it's just give it time like not yeah. everything is gonna arise right at your front door like in an instant you know you have mm -hmm. to practice patience and you have to practice trust mm -hmm. um and that's really the test is mm -hmm. 
to kind of sit with your fear and and you know sit with it for a while and kind of go through the process of it and maneuver around it and once you trust you know the other side is is it's good <laughs> and like it's, i love that you brought up patience because like that is such a huge part of it like mm -hmm. you you can't like because it's so unknown and because like you can't do anything about it rather than like sit with the feelings mm -hmm. you, you legit have to practice Patience. yeah no definitely it's that's a part of it it's all interlinked for real and shout out to me because does anybody say that <laughs> you um, do. i i mean like obviously everyone knows like ayo's dad is an amazing music artist but i made a little song for patience and she sings it all the time Patience is key. It's the way to be. Let's keep the peace between you and me. So like, I taught her that real early just because I knew like like I knew I needed to be patient, but I also knew like when she asked for like she asked me for water ten times. And mm -hmm. I'm literally she asking me the whole time I'm walking and pouring the water and then right. And her the water, 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 like the whole time. And I'm trying to tell her, be patient, you know, and then she sings the song and then she understands, you know, and then it works. Like keep the peace between me and you, girl, because you are saying a lot right now. You don't need to say it that many times. And I love you and I get you too, but like girl. <laughs> yeah, get together. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's definitely like um a key role and uh just between the harmonization of trust and fear is that like the inner linkage is like having patience and like if you ask god or the universe or spirit if you ask for something you will receive you will receive in all good times in the way that it's supposed to happen you will receive, but you do have to be patient and you have to trust that you will, but you kind of just have to give yourself to it. Right. And like, that's what, when I say like, you know, let's keep the peace between you and me. Like, even when you, when you think of when you're sitting in your, when you're in your, with yourself and you're sitting in your head, and you're thinking of all the fears and you think of like you know you may be battling yourself like it's fine I don't have to be scared and then you're like dude you like there's so many reasons you need to be fearful right now yeah and fighting yourself and it's yeah. like no like let's be patient let's mm -hmm. trust each other and let's just like just be present in the moment and just <laughs> be really and that that will bring you peace and allow yeah. allow what is meant for you to come. Mm -hmm. you know, that's where, you know, we're trying to create peace. We're trying to create, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, 100%. Yeah, just peace within, I feel like. It's, 
it's a like you said like I feel like we're just always battling ourselves, and ourself is really our greatest enemy and like that's really the greatest battle of all time is the one within um but when you can overcome your lower self for your higher self it's the best thing ever but what about you just in a moment where you had fear and you really had to give yourself to trust how how was that for you how was your experience within that I guess a, a simple experience or that was like happening was um, I recently went on like a camping trip by myself for uh, two nights and three days and um, I, I'm going to do like a pod going deeper into like the whole experience and everything I went through. Mm -hmm. experience that happened during that whole time frame was I was sleeping so I had my tent set up and my sister's car was there as well for me to keep my food in and stuff Mm -hmm. so I was sleeping in my tent the first night and then the second night when I was cooking dinner um, I was greeted by a man who like said, you know, I come in peace and he let me know that he was like from Germany traveling with his wife and that he um, was wondering if it was free where the campsite was. And I let him know that it wasn't. And then I helped him on my phone how to purchase the campsite. And as I'm, you know, just talking to this man and experiencing his energy and just like, um just speaking to him and everything I find myself like getting really scared like the longer I'm with him and was didn't understand like at first really why and then I kept checking my surroundings and then once we um finished talking and stuff and he had finished purchasing the campsite for the night I walked back over to my campsite and I like realized that um, those like fears of like being taken and being like, you know, taken to be a sex trafficker or taken to be, you know, killed or raped or kidnapped or all those like crazy things are, you know, running through my mind as a female, just mm-hmm. camping by myself, yeah. knowing I'm here few days no one's gonna be here with me like right I'm out here just by myself and I chose this you know yeah and I'm like okay I chose to be here and I'm choosing to get taken I'm choosing to die you know I'm like thinking all these crazy things and you know, found myself like texting my sister and my love just to letting them know like this was this happened, I'm scared, not really sure what to do. I'm thinking about going home, mm. you know, this trip early, it's fine, I'm, everything's gonna be fine. You Wait, know, like- the first night or the second night? That was like the second night. So I'm based, so technically like, I went, got to the campsite at like four or five-ish, and then 
stayed one night and then stay there the whole day and then met that guy that day mm. like the second night yeah right and so I was like I was gonna like you know try to quit early it's fine and um my love was like are you really scared like is this really why you want to come home or are you like is this an excuse like for you to come home and he was like and I was like um not I was like I'm scared like I'm I'm terrified for my life right now I'm just trying to think like you know what am I supposed to what what am I supposed to do you know what I mean like um I just wasn't really sure at first mm -hmm. and after he had asked me that question I like thought about it for a while and I was like okay like am I like if I were to stay how can I make it comfortable and if like I did go home would I really be okay or would this feel like you know it was for nothing and I wasted my time and all those things so I like thought about everything and I was like okay well if I sleep in the tent he's gonna slash you in the tent and I'm gonna hear and die and this it the, right? the absolute worst right <laughs> and I'm like okay but if I sleep in the car he has to bash the window and I have to hear it and I have I can have enough time where a lot my sister's got to push a start so I could just, you know, I'll be sleeping in the car. I sleep in the dry seat. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Get ready. ready. Like, push, drive. Put on the brake, press the button, put, go. Home. That's <laughs> it. I was like, like <laughs> I was like, and then my love was like, I'll sleep. I'll like FaceTime you all night. You know, we weren't FaceTiming all, like the, we didn't FaceTime the, all night the first night and my phone was dead. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm you know, so I couldn't charge it anyway. But like, so I, he was like, you know, make sure your phone's charged in the car before you turn it off to go to sleep, so that you, I can FaceTime you. And I was like, okay. So I was like, okay. So I have someone listening, and I know I'm in the car and I'm safe, and I have my backup plan if like somebody breaks in, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm like got a plan. So I like finally felt comfortable comfortable enough to like close my eyes look who it is hi hi, <laughs> hi mama all right come on let's go let's go upstairs okay mommy's working we'll be back say bye bg bye mommy see you soon bye mama bye freaky bye mama see you soon all right, best song, mommy? Get in the square. Which one? My sing song. Which song? It's a frame still good. So? Yeah, what song? Oh, you already did. Oh. <laughs> Ready? You want to sing Patience and Ski together? Ready? 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 My love Ready? and one, my daughter two, came three, in really quick. <laughs> I just wanted to share this with you guys. Oh, daddy with the low note. Hey, I got the bass. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Come on. Mommy's working. Let mommy work. We got to go. We got to go. And we got to brush your teeth.
Remember what you were talking about? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So I knew I had a plan of like how I was going to sleep. No? Yeah. And then obviously I was ready for the next morning. You know what I mean? I was like, Rolanda, you like, you got to be here in the morning. If so, like, just, you know, be on standby. And luckily I was like in the city, like, I was like in this, the city of where my sister was living. So it's like, wasn't like I was far from her at all. So it was like, she knew she could just mob over. Yeah. And so like, then I was like, like, I, I woke up, I like, because it's, you know, you live, when you're sleeping out in the wilderness, you wake up with the sun. So I was like, <laughs> I was like awake. And so like, you know, his wife would use the bathroom and walk by my car. And like, you know, he used the bathroom, walk by my car. And I like, it's like, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? And like, then they like drove out, you know, like probably like 12 o'clock, drove out of the campsite, like waved at me. And like, was like, that was it. Was he with his wife? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I survived. You did survive. Nobody took me. Nobody took you. You did not die. But I was, I was, I believed it. I swore that German was about to take my ass and, and just and that, go. That life. is that Very just, what you just said just now. You believed it. Like that is when fear takes over and you you're consumed by fear is when you truly believe in fear and you believe that it can have that power then yeah. that's when things go wrong and that's when it gets twisted, and that's when you start to like like you give it you give it its name really yeah you believe in it for real and like also going from like you know COVID just hit we just you know we were inside for a minute and I haven't been I haven't worked since we like when I since I was pregnant with my first child yeah Ayla, my mm-hmm. daughters like you know I've had super a lot of crazy social experiences since then so like yeah, for sure and that's because of COVID and that's because of you know what's been going on so like all those fears were like so loud because mm. I mean isolated for so long yeah mm-hmm. you know and I'm like I don't even I don't even know how to I want to know how to interact with this man and I like I mm-hmm. thought I thought I did pretty well you know I helped him with the campsite let him use my phone no big deal everything's great but then also I was like oh my god like I could be so nice to this person but he could turn around and like just you know, pick my ass up and take me like this, legit. Right. Like. <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He could, but he didn't. But he didn't, and he I had to did. trust myself that I wasn't gonna. That wasn't gonna happen. I had to trust him and trust that he was like, you know, out there with his wife, just right. feeling the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> fan life you know what I mean yeah I I actually have a similar experience to that as well too like one time I was at um the pier in Ventura uh mm-hmm. and I watched the sunset with my friend Emma and 
you know, it was like the sun went down and it was dark and we were like, oh, we should probably leave, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she like left. I gave her a hug and she was walking to her car, which like wasn't parked next to mine. It was in like this structure. And then yeah. like I was parked in this parking, like this open parking lot. So yeah. I said bye to her or whatever. And she's like walking away. And then I'm walking my car and this man, this homeless man starts walking up to me. And <clears throat> he's kind of like, just kind of like mumbling stuff to himself, I guess. Um, right. And he's like walking towards me at this point. Like he was walking on a pathway and then he like saw me and then he started walking towards me. And I was like, oh gosh, like in that moment, I was seriously like, dang, like ugh, not like not right now, dude. Like I'm just trying to go home. Like dark like I don't know what you're about to do to say like so I I definitely had some fear inside of me um and so he walks up and he sees my car and he goes oh is this your car and I was like yeah yeah this is my car and he was just like oh you have a beautiful car beautiful and I was just like I mean it's just a Toyota Corolla but cool <laughs> I was like, thank you like thank you so much um and he was just so like he was just so filled with love really um and then like he starts talking about how he's here in Ventura and he's going to school and he's he's from Brazil and I don't I don't know what is true or what's not but all I know is that like I didn't I didn't have bad vibes from him once he started opening up and started speaking to me I was like I don't think this guy's bad at all like right and then like I was like, okay, well, like, I have to go, but, like, I hope you have a beautiful night and you get home safe. And he was like, oh, thank you so much. And he starts walking away. And I was like, wait, wait, what's your name? And, like, I I forgot his name, but, like, he told me his name and he asked me what my name was. And I told him, like, my name is Victoria. And he was just like, oh, Victoria, you're so beautiful. And he gave me a gigantic hug and a kiss Uh on my forehead. And I literally, like wow I was so afraid of this man like judged him without even knowing him and it turns out he was just full of love and like Like, opposite yeah seriously and I I just trusted based off the vibes that he was giving me which were good that you know he was a good man and he had genuine intentions and he just wanted to share love and spread love and you know what's crazy? I'm sorry to interrupt, but it, like, it, like when you, you know, you refer to him as like a homeless man, and you think of like a homeless people, and you, or a homeless person, and they're like, you know, kind of dirty, and they have like, you know, their hair's a little raggedy, this mm-hmm. really look rough, whatever. Like, yeah, when you like way back when, like we weren't looking like this, like we weren't clean walking around super like we weren't walking around like that you know what i mean yeah. like we're dirty we were like chasing shit we were like you know what i mean like we were yeah. doing stuff and like what naturally in our society when you look at someone who's dirty and someone who's like looks like that you think of 
you automatically think of negative but like when if you try imagine if like i'm trying to think of like back when you're like a native like if you you look at someone that's like that and you're like wow like that was a full day's of work you know what i mean like, you yeah that, like worked yeah. hard dirty like that mm -hmm. i feel um, like nowadays like not that, not that men don't come home you know from like working in the with the oil all over the hands and i mean my dad he looked would come home looking crazy yeah carpenter not you know not that he's doing anything super particular with you know a lot of chemicals or something like that or stuff that gets you super dirty but like he be coming home hella dirty and yeah like you know what i mean that's a full day of work you know what i mean good shit yeah. you know no, seriously and like that yeah seriously and i feel like that just i feel like nowadays like we're all just so like cloaked and like we have these like masks on and we don't really like like to show that like we have imperfections i guess and like you said i don't know you you really like you really magnified that just now for me honestly like yeah. i like you know, when we see a homeless person or just, like, people on the street that aren't dressed well or they don't have much, like, we think less of them when really, like, we're just, we're just as equal as them, you know? Mm -hmm. We have our imperfections, imperfections just how, just how they have their imperfections and no one's perfect and we all have our faults, but yeah. at the end of the day, like, Everyone just wants to be seen. Like everyone just wants to be seen and be heard for who they are. Like not how we're dressed or how our hairs did up. Like mm -hmm. we just want to be seen and we just want to be shown love. Like right. it's that simple. Why can't we do it? For real. And like something that my my sister, my oldest sister's um significant other, like he um I remember we would drive around like um the city and and my sister would be like oh like it makes me so sad to see like the homeless people and he would be like you know you gotta think about it like some of them choose choose that some of them some of them choose to not be a part of society and to live like that you know what I mean and you know, and then you think and then I'm thinking like they're they're like going back to their roots and they're not even like they don't even have the ability to really do it that well just because we're like surrounded by so much um industrial like buildings and stuff mm. but like imagine imagine choosing that and actually having like maybe like being in Hawaii and choosing to not be a part of society and to live as like a you know a freak nomad as one would like say <laughs> you know what I mean like on the island and just be like living like that like that's insane. and yeah. some of the people do that. that yeah for sure and yeah. they're giving up the they're giving up like just they're the like, external world and like the craziness of the broken world and they they just go internally and they yeah. they suffice really with just I think to me it's like their their home like their new home is like they're not homeless they realize that their home is like Wherever Earth. they are. Yeah, yeah. like, they're, this is their home, wherever yeah. they're at. Like, they exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, love is their home for sure. Yes. And it's it's just like and you you gotta know that those people have done were fearful even making those acts and fearful probably every single day. Like really the Probably losing freedom, actually. <laughs> yeah. From the world. I wish we could be like full avatar at the end of this biz. Like, yeah. that's really where my heart wants to be. Like, if we could be all full, like, all of us full avatar out here in this biz, I would be. Um, like, we would actually like each other, everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, imagine that. Imagine a world where everyone just loved everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's heaven. Because that's what we're trying to do with the world. Mm -hmm. Create a loving, safe space for everyone and know that everyone is loved and can be loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do know it's it made little on a tangent we did we definitely did but it is all related back to fear and trust yeah okay so to reel us back in i just wanted to bring up patience again and ask the question to you bg if you think patience is like that main factor of how we can trust here. I would I would agree with that that you you really need to have patience when you're harmonizing fear and trust in that relationship of them yeah. two together. Um because I think us as human beings like it's always about the instant gratification and we want everything now we want it now we want it placed right in front of us right now we can't wait you know and I think that just stems of like have that that just stems from having power really and having control it really does just us I feel like our human nature is just wanting power for the wrong reasons and wanting control for the wrong reasons you know and that's really I feel like most of the time it's subconscious too yeah but also consciously too like consciously but like i'm saying so most from some of the times like some people like are really powerful and they don't even know that they're powerful you know yeah. what i mean right but it's whether you use that power for good or for bad mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of the times like us humans just want like we just want that's it it's the desire like so when fear rises like we don't we don't want it and we want the better half of it which is the other side of it with everything right. good you know like yeah. so when we're in those instances and fear arises and it presents itself to us on our pathways and on our journeys like we get so scared and we just want it to end now without even like looking at it for what it actually is and why it's presented in front of you and why the fear is there and what it's supposed to bring out of you. Right. Which is yourself, really. 
we we just get blinded and we we want the control to take the fear away right away so we don't even really get to sit with it you know and really ask ourselves why is this being presented to me it's happening for a reason so maybe you should kind of just take a step back and look at it and understand it and that's really a big part where like you need to be patient with yourself and yeah. it's, I think, even more difficult to be patient with yourself because you're like this is an icky feeling and I don't want to feel this way yeah you know? I just and want it gone so now you know exactly if not now when and and when is probably going to be at the wrong moment and the wrong time in the wrong place mm-hmm. yeah that's why I think it's really important to to have patience in those moments because that will bring about the trust having patience will bring about the trust but you have you have to have patience and you have to be able to kind of take a step back out of your lower self in order to see your higher self Mm -hmm. but it is a process yes and you know it is very hard and annoying and stressful (laughs) all the above you know it's not easy but was it worth it? Always. <laughs> yes, always worth it. Okay, so I think we did a really great job of going into how we can trust fear and the harmony of fear and trust and also our experiences with those two qualities particularly so with that being said i would like to just wrap this segment up with answering all the questions that we've had throughout the podcast series so the first question that i that we touched on this episode was can we trust fear? And so from my understanding, our answer to that is yes. And do you agree with you? Yes, I do agree that we can trust fear and let go and kind of, you know, give fear to trust. Absolutely. Yes. And so it's we're like we want to bring light to the fact that we know that it's scary and Mm -hmm. can be even frustrating so that being said like how can we trust fear when it is when it does get frustrating or it does feel really difficult you know Mm -hmm. yeah i I know Go ahead. I was gonna say, I think with what we've talked about mm-hmm. and like something that you brought up was being patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely being patient and just letting it go out of your control. Right. And like, it's really important to like be patient with yourself 
and be patient with the situation. Like that's what I'm receiving when you're saying like it's out of your control. Like you just have to be patient with yourself and patient with source and whatever. Yeah, the, the flow of it all. Yeah, like the party, other parties. So they both fear and trust are pretty difficult to experience and definitely worth experiencing so that we can better ourselves and learn to nip fear in the butt like way quicker than usual, you know, way quicker than in the past. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how, another question that we covered in the pod was like how fear and trust harmonize. And from my point of view, how fear and trust harmonize is that like weighing of the context of your brain and what you've experienced prior. And when I say that, I'm referring to when fear arises about a particular situation that you're put in. If you remember, if you listen to part one, we explain that when you experience fear, it's all of this context from your prior experiences that you may have had that are similar and may have had negative outcomes. So these, this context is like what you're considering when you're fearful and the harmonization uh, with trust is to also consider the context that falls under trust, which would be any context of experience you have with the opposite party of whatever situation you may be in. So if you're maybe in a situation where you're trusting a particular person, you may be fearful of a friendship in the past that went to shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Although you may have to trust your context of you knowing in the past that when you went to this person and gave this person information or you um, were vulnerable with this person, this person was able to be there with you and be there for you, no questions asked, with love, and they showed you how solid they were. So mm -hmm. these are the two, you know, these are the two contexts, I guess, you're like considering and comparing and weighing as, and that really is like the harmonization of fear and trust from my point of view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good example for sure, definitely. That is a wrap and it is so exciting to have a guest on my podcast and to be able to share someone else's point of view and someone else's words and love to the world because that's all 
I want to do. I just want to share other people's experiences and my experiences so that other people can learn from it and take what they need from it and, you know, enjoy their life. So thank you so much, VG, Victoria Green. Thank you, being <laughs> I just also want to say, like, if anyone that's listening to this podcast, like, if you ever just want to like reach out to any of us like and just be like hey girl what's up or like i need to talk about this or i need help Mm -hmm. or literally anything and you just need love like please don't be afraid to reach out like we we are good listeners and we are also very loving and we got you back so anyone who's listening to this and really yes. resonated with whatever we're talking about um, or has any like questions or wants to get in deeper deeper um yeah like just just hit us up yeah for like a like a dm to one of us on instagram yeah. they are going to be have, in the want to have a conversation or maybe you don't yeah. agree with what we're saying and that's perfectly okay too like it could it could be any experience that you may want to talk about and, and any any experience that you may be fearful of, or any anything you else you may want to talk about, because yeah. truly, like, yep. Or you're in a situation, you're open. To, how do I get through this situation? Like, right. Like we're very we're very open, and we're we want to help. We're excited to help. Yep. You know, I just want to in, encourage everyone to connected with us to follow and be present on the socials and I will have those in the descriptions on both the audio version and visual version um I just want to thank everybody for listening and taking the time to you know tune into yourself and Ooh, ask yourself yeah. some pretty hard questions that part you know, you're <laughs> capable of accomplishing something full fear like yes you are like the answer to that hard question is yes you have all the power within yes. and listening you can do anything <laughs> and you can overcome yeah. anything as long as you have love on your side mm-hmm. you are you're unstoppable mm-hmm. Exactly. Do all things through love. Do all things through love. So, I'm always going to leave you with this. Life is a gift and every day is a like a blank canvas that we get to fill with our new experiences that we have. And let's choose to fill that canvas with the positive experiences. Whether or not we're going through something difficult or something tragic or whatever your situation may be on the spectrum. So with that being said, love, love, love out to everybody. Um, thank you again, BG, for being here and like tune in for next week's episode on Friday at 7 a.m. I will be posting the title to that later this week so look out for that and stay connected can't wait to see what the next topic is 
Yeah, I'm excited to let y'all know. So. And who the next guest is? Oh, it's true. So excited. We love you guys and go get mellow. Yes. Yes. <laughs>